Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's up, everyone? This is the Go Long Podcast. Thank you so much for making this podcast a part of your life, for making golongtd.com a part of your life. I know we've got a lot of great crossovers. So I just thought this would be a great opportunity uh, coming out of Memorial Day weekend, which I hope everybody out there is able to spend some quality time with family, with friends, uh, really take a moment to hit pause on life and now think about what matters most in life. This is obviously a really trying time in our country. So what a great opportunity to just be around people you love and uh, remember what's most important. So hope everybody out there had a chance to do that. And here on the podcast, short episode, obviously, just, just wanted to get everybody up to speed on what's happening over at the newsletter. So this is obviously a quiet time in the NFL calendar, but we're really using this as an opportunity to hit the road, get it, get some reporting trips in, thanks to all of our subscribers. I mean, you guys are the ones who make this possible. I never take that for granted. You know, there's a, a financial commitment to subscribing to go long, but more than anything, it's a, it's an investment of your time. I mean, everybody's time is so damn valuable today. We're all on a 24-7, 365 schedule where every second seems to be accounted for. So the, the fact that you take any time uh, to, to read a feature story at Go Long is, is something I know I, I think about every day when I wake up in the morning to make this worth that valuable time in addition to your financial investments. So um, as a reminder, you can subscribe eight a month, 50 a year annually to get everything we have to offer. And when you do make that investment, you make trips like this possible where this week, I'll be going to Minneapolis, uh, going to get to know those Minnesota Vikings on a deeper level. Uh, people who subscribed early on or who read Go Long early on may remember we had a two-part series on Mike Zimmer and the Vikings and the fact that they really were pushing their chips in into that 2020 season. And you know they had a chance to kind of hit reset. They didn't do it. And eventually Zimmer was fired. Rick Spielman, the GM, was fired. They've got a completely new regime. A lot of the roster, pretty much the entire roster is coming back. So they're a team that expects to still win now, but with new coaching, a new GM, a new culture. So I I thought it'd be a great opportunity to to learn about that. Also, I'll have a profile out of Minnesota. So you can um, be on alert for that down the road. And then a week and a half from now, I'm going to be heading back to Florida. So that's obviously where there's, a lot of teams, a lot of players hanging out in the offseason, a lot of opportunities to 
uh, really sit down with players and, and do something beyond a press conference, beyond a little soundbite. So thank thank. I mean, I don't ever, ever take it for granted. I know, I know that when you make this investment, it is going to be pumped directly back into the company. So hopefully you'll enjoy these stories that we'll be cranking out. Oh, you know, through the month of June, July, August, and then the season's here, which is unbelievable that it's already right around the corner. I feel like we were just wrapping up 2021, but um, it's coming in hot. We've got a lot of fun plans in the works, some stuff, a lot of stuff that you saw last year, read last year, listened to last year will be returning and there'll be a twist here and there. So when the time is right, we'll announce that. I know our locals here in Western New York really enjoyed our kickoff bash at Hamburg Brewing Company. So we'll definitely try to carve out a day to do that again. That was such a fun time to meet people face to face throw back a Louis IPA, maybe a little juice box boy IPA, double IPA, I should say. Uh, they were flowing. They were flowing that day. So hopefully we'll be able to run it back with that. And boy, what do we have right now at the site? I, I went down to Pittsburgh and grabbed lunch at Permani Brothers on Carson with Levi Wallace, their newest cornerback. The last time a lot of people in Western New York and the NFL, everybody saw Levi Wallace. He was on the wrong end of the play that set up the game tying field goal by Harrison Bucker. Um, we all saw number 39 lined up a little wide, a little deep, kind of just opened the oh, part of the sea, you could say, for Travis Kelsey. Well, he broke down that play, uh, why he was lined up where he was, what he wishes he would have done. And the story is obviously much deeper than that for Levi Wallace. We kind of took it all the way back uh, to high school, through college, through the pros. I think everybody says they've been counted out, right? We, we, we read that. We see that all the time. I mean, the first player that says they don't have a chip on their shoulder will be the first player who says they don't have a chip on their shoulder. Uh, but Levi Wallace, this is real. I mean, you're talking about somebody from Tucson, Arizona, who was a, a playmaker in high school, a star in high school, and he couldn't get one offer for D1, D2, D3. He's on an intramural flag football team at Alabama, he walks on to Nick Saban's team. I mean, that's unheard of. You don't walk on to Nick Saban's team. Um, and then he's going through tragedy along the way. His father dies from ALS. One of his best friends is gunned down and killed back home, and they never found, found out who the murderer was. And then 28 cornerbacks are drafted, um, and not Levi Wallace, the player who led the SEC. The SEC, you know, kind of a big, kind of a big deal in past breakups. And then he gets to Buffalo, and starts 57 games when you include the playoffs. By the time he got in there into that starting lineup, he did not give it up, even though they kept drafting players, kept signing players, Josh Norman, EJ Gaines. And um, it's just, it's kind of bizarre, really. I mean, he, he seems to be the kind of player that you would want to prop up as the example for this is what we believe in as a franchise. If you're the Buffalo Bills, the heart and soul of the team is, is really embodied in a guy like Levi Wallace. Uh, but he was low balled. The Steelers signed him with two years, eight mil. He said the bills did make an offer, but he was almost embarrassed to verbalize what it was. It was substantially less than what was a really reasonable deal that he signed with the Steelers. Part of me gets it. You know, you want to challenge yourself to get better. If, if you're a team in contention, the worst thing you can do is just expect to run it back and everything will be great. No, like, it's kind of what they did last year. I mean, they had to get better with the pass rush and upgrading from Jerry Hughes to Von Miller, they hope, is going to help in January. And the Bills deemed cornerback a spot they could have upgraded at, and they drafted Kyrie Elam and let 
Levi Wallace walks. So we're going to see how that plays out. Levi Wallace is looking forward to that rematch against the Bills in Orchard Park and said that, yes, he does take it personal. And he wants a piece of the Bills in so many words. And he's got a lot of friends on the Bills. So I can check that story in full. A lot going on there. A lot of the off the field work that Levi Wallace does and how that kind of led to an awakening of sorts um, and, and trying to fight LS and, and trying to help the homeless community. I've had a few stories there. So uh, thanks to everybody who read that. And you can be on the lookout this week. Like I said, I'll, I'll be on the road, but we'll have some stories on the site. I chatted with Michael Carter, the other Michael Carter for the New York Jets. We all know the running back, Michael Carter, but what about that slot corner? Uh, hell of a rookie season. Quietly. I, I feel like we didn't really talk about it and hear about it, but you look back at how the Jets are going to, as, as Michael Carter put it, you know, flip it, flip the AFC East on his head. They need guys like him. It's, it's not going to come with a flashy signing or the stuff that we've seen from the Jets in the past. It's going to come the gritty way, the grimy way with players that maybe nobody's heard of. So uh, he got into how Robert Sala and the Jets are, are trying to shock the world in the division. I don't know if they will. It's going to be tough. I mean, the Bills are the Bills. Josh Allen, they're the obvious front runner. They're the Super Bowl favorite. And the Dolphins just spent like crazy, but in really smart ways around their unknown at quarterback. I don't think that there's a team in the NFL that has as much raw speed as the Miami Dolphins, by the way. At running back, at receiver, it's scary how much speed they, they can put on the field. In a Mike McDaniel offense, you've got a coach that really knows how to scheme that speed up. And I don't know. I, I feel like we can't necessarily just push Bill Belichick out on the plank and shove him out to sea quite yet. He has proven us wrong time and time again. I, I don't know. I mean, they could be the worst team in the division. I, I think that's a possibility. But if anybody is going to have a change up ready for, for everybody that this season it's, it's Bill Belichick. It's you know, he's trotting Joe judge out there as the potential play caller, the quarterback's coach. It's not really sure who's doing what. I, I think that they're going to be in the mix. They, for one game, they can scheme up a defense against anybody. He's he proved it last year. Things fell apart at the end in brutal fashion. I mean, they got stomped by the bills twice, uh, but Mac Jones, you have to think it's only going to get better. I know he loses Josh McDaniels, but his second year in the NFL being in the speed of the game, let's, let's, let's not write the Patriots off quite yet. It's it's a really interesting division and we're going to be looking at it from all angles. So that's what's happening to go long. Uh, Thank you everybody for listening, for reading. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do so at golongtd.com. And until then, Thank you. Thank you very much.